Well, hello. <laughs> hey, you guys, we are going to do a little daily grind today that it's going to actually be broken up into four different podcast episodes. So as you know, um, I've been dealing with some health issues. We had a little uh, virus or something come our way that my body had to fight off and we're still fighting through that. So, you know, this is the longest I've gone without working out in over seven years. And it's been very challenging for me to just rest and listen to my body because the inflammation that's gone on around my heart would actually make it more dangerous for me to work out, which I never thought in a million years that would be my situation. But I'm being monitored and everything is looking good. We are expecting a full recovery. And again, I just have to take it slow. But I thought, you know what? I still want to get on here and do the daily grind. You guys are pushing through your challenge this month and doing amazing things. I'm so very proud of you. And I just wanted to talk about, you know, maybe informing you of ways for you and your family to be healthier and feel better. And so as an overview, the topics um, of today's discussions, I guess they're guests are going to be about health and hope and freedom and what are they and how do we live and experience each of those and really the answer lies in the concept of resiliency so resiliency is developed and maintained by consistency and being intentional investing in the four areas of our lives and those are going to be the four topics the four key breakdowns that we'll do in four separate podcasts. So those four areas of life are physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, and intellectual health. So today we're going to talk about the physical health. This area requires attention to four main categories, sleep, nutrition, stress management, and movement, which I'm limited right now. It's driving me crazy. But let's talk about sleep. We must get enough sleep. And generally, that's between seven and eight hours that that's needed. And sleep has a direct impact on a lot of things. So I'm going to name the ones that come to mind immediately. Sleep has a direct impact on obesity, on cardiovascular disease, on type 2 diabetes, on psychiatric disorders, on hormones and sexual dysfunction, um, dementia, inflammation, your immune system, and your lifespan. So to improve your sleep, we need to work on like 
pre-bed sleep hygiene. <laughs> this includes turning off the electrical devices like an hour before you go to bed, um, wearing those blue blue lens, blue blocker glasses when, you're, when you are on the computer, um, taking Epsom salt baths. You guys know that a bath is a reset. That's like a major component of mental health is that, that bath time. Um, so taking Epsom salt baths and maybe turn the house temperature to, I would say something pretty, pretty chill, like 65, 68 degrees or even lower. So the other category, we talked about sleep. Another category is nutrition. This is super important. And here's a few key phases that, I don't know, they just help me remember and they'll probably help you too, I'm thinking. So remember, garbage in, garbage out. One cannot get well in the same environment that made one sick. And let food be your medicine and let medicine be your food. And then the last one, it's kind of a little phrase, is do not diet, ever. Don't call it a diet. So what do we eat? Well, quality proteins, which are like organic, grass-fed, and, and finished free-range, wild-caught quality proteins. Um, number two, healthy oils and fats, which is like olive oil, coconut oil, avocado, nuts, and seeds low glycemic fruits like berries, oranges, apples, and then non-starchy vegetables. These types of foods that I just mentioned, the quality proteins, the healthy oils and fats, the um, low sugar fruits, and the non-starchy vegetables are all anti-inflammatory, so non-disease causing to everyone, young and old, all the time. So those are the things we should be eating. So what should we not be eating? Well, let's see if you can help me here. Sugars and artificial sweeteners. I know, those artificial sweeteners are good because it makes the food taste better and it's like, oh, well, I can sweeten it up with this, but you guys, they're really not good for us. So try to just limit it, you know. Fried foods, ah, so tasty, so delicious, so horrible for us. Um, other things we should not be eating, MSG or other filler chemicals, always check the label. If you can't pronounce it, it's definitely not a natural organic food. Um, and we probably should not be putting it into our body. It can cause disease. We should not be eating processed foods. That's probably gonna be a lot <laughs> a lot of things that are sold in the grocery you guys you know shop the perimeter I think you already know this but sodas pop coke whatever you want to call it horrible not one good thing gonna come out of that excess caffeine and alcohol um, breads and grains yeast soy and corn so all of those foods that I 
just mentioned are disease causing to everyone, young and old, all the time. These foods are inflammatory. They cause inflammation. Inflammation can lead to diseases. So let's talk about some immune boosting supplements. The first step to a healthy immune system and for it to function um, is proper nutrition. But we also need a few essential supplements on board every single day. And because of what I'm experiencing right now, I definitely encourage you to put up that extra layer right now, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, it's probably not a bad idea to go ahead and have that extra wall of defense. And if you drink the superfood smoothies, a lot of this is already in there, but just make sure that you are getting these things if you can. Um, so some of the essential supplements that I have spoken with my doctor, and I'm actually working with a team of doctors who have been absolutely incredible, and I've learned so much, um, and it just reiterated everything that I've studied about nutrition, and nutrition is medicine. So um, there's something called cholesterol, and it's known as nature's first food. Like if if a baby needs this to build an immune system, we can take full advantage with carefully selected lip liposomal delivery <laughs> um, and different sources. So two to three teaspoons twice daily on an empty stomach cholesterol. Look into it. I am not a doctor. I am only suggesting to you the things that have worked for me and are helping me through these challenging times. The next thing is vitamin C, 1,000 to 4,000 milligrams daily. Vitamin C has been well studied for over 100 years and can be used as antiviral. So the liposomal delivery is optimal. Vitamin C, um, I feel like it should be incorporated in the morning, midday, and in the evening. Just be aware of your vitamin C intake. It's, it's very important. So again, 1,000 to 4,000 milligrams daily. I'm not a doctor. Consult with your doctor if you're not sure. Um, or you can actually go to the health food store. They're really helpful, you know. Immune boost, another immune boosting supplement is zinc. 40 milligrams daily for men and 20 milligrams daily for women. Zinc has been shown to hinder viral attachment. Zinc has been very, very important in my healing and through um, these challenging times for me. The next supplement is vitamin D, 5,000 um, daily. Op optimized levels of vitamin D will improve immune response and build strength. So that's another one that I've been taking on the daily, actually twice a day. And then the last one I'm gonna mention here is omega-3 fatty acids, three to five grams daily. This should include an approximate ratio of three to two, avoid anything else. Um, I don't take omega-3 fatty acids every day. And again, consult with your doctor. It may or may not be something that you actually need. I just wanted to mention the immune boosting supplements that have helped me, so. Um, 
please understand that viruses and other pathogens come and go year after year, you guys. Our bodies are incredibly capable of protecting us from the many, many dangers that we face. But we must intentionally give our bodies what they need and eliminate things that break them down. So by following some of these guidelines that I'm sharing with you, you'll be able to strengthen your immune system, um, to take action and be confident in the miracle of you. You know, I talk about Jesus and God and I'm like, you know, do you think he really left out like, hey, I'm just gonna leave this out and not give their body what they need to be able to handle this, this, and this. Like, I'm pretty sure he's a smart man and I'm pretty sure he's given us everything that we need, but that's just my take on it. All right, two more things I'm gonna talk about today and then um, we will save the next part of this four part series for emotional health next time. But right now I'm gonna touch on stress management and movement. And here is a key, stress is not a noun, but rather a verb. You can control verbs as they are your actions, right? It's action, hence consider, consider this as your new definition of stress, okay? Stress is an action you take in response to life's expected or unexpected occurrences or events. Yes, stress is an action. So the decision on how you respond is completely in your own hands. Tune out the negative media, hang out with people who are positive and lift you up, and just stomp out the negativity. That alone will help your stress management. And then the last thing we're gonna to touch on today is movement. Simply put, move more and sit less. Sitting is the new smoking. A, sedent a sedentary lifestyle is way too common. And just to give you a few little simple goals, if you're not, if you're not on the team and you're not doing our challenges monthly that keep us moving, which is so important, but let's just say that you wanna target a minimum of 150 minutes weekly of dedicated movement. This can be walking, it can be jogging, it could be machines in the gym. Um, and you also wanna try and conduct some kind of resistance training three times weekly. Toneintend.com is the perfect place to get some resistance training with some light weights. I think it's just perfect. It's the perfect recipe for what we all need. So start slowly on these. Baby steps are okay. If you need to begin walking to the mailbox and back like twice a day, then that's great. Just keep moving. And remember, again, always consult a physician before starting or changing your exercise plan and before starting or changing your nutrition plan. All right, you guys, I hope you are enjoying this day one of four days of our daily grind where we're talking about resiliency and health and hope and freedom. And next time we will talk about emotional health. Today was all about physical health. Um, part two will be emotional health. Part three will be your spiritual health. And part four will be your intellectual health. So I hope that you found this podcast helpful. 
I apologize if I sound a little bit winded. That's part of my healing. I get short-winded sometimes, so um, I did good though. We're right under 16 minutes, so I will talk to you guys next time. You have a fabulous day. Bye.